0: We would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri and Dharawal people, traditional custodians of the lands on which we record this week. We also acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and recognise and celebrate the diversity of Aboriginal peoples and their ongoing cultures and connections to the lands and waters around Australia. Welcome to episode 286 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. I am Ollie Spake, and I am joining from Darawal country.
1: And I am Melissa Ellis, and I'm coming from Wurundjeri country. How are you, Mel? I am very good. How are you?
0: I am very well, thank you. I'm bunkered inside with the rain and the storm outside, so I'm hoping that uh, I don't lose power or have a giant clap of thunder to... Earn me a fine. Goodness. Being a clap, of course. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Understood. Yes. We're not used to this in Victoria. We are usually the ones getting rubbished for our rubbish weather. Mm. And, uh, yeah, fine day today here in Melton. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And... uh, sunny skies i've also seen queensland's got more rain up there as well so you guys are getting hammered
0: yeah there certainly has been some wild weather it continues around the country i've seen it you know across the course of the last week in the west as well so hope everyone's staying safe out there and relatively dry
1: Uh that was a nice welcome to country ollie Thank you. Thank you, Mel.
0: Well, Let, let's jump straight to the news. Why not? <laughs> because <laughs> it is in Australia National Reconciliation Week. So we like to acknowledge that and take a moment to celebrate a special part of our culture in Australia. And every year, National Reconciliation Week in Australia uh, does have a theme. It's, it is marked in the last week in May. I think it's generally always that last week in May. And the theme that has been announced for this year is Be Brave, Make Change. And it's a challenge to all Australians, individuals, families, communities, organisations and government to be brave and tackle the unfinished business of reconciliation so we can make change for the benefit of all Australians. So, as the message continues, um, the call is that this year uh, we're all being asked to make change, beginning with brave actions in our daily lives, where we live, work, play, and socialise. I should say, Mel, and I suppose first thing like to make a again an acknowledgement of is all the wonderful work our volunteers do with so many people, including an acknowledgement of country as part of a run brief. Um, not everyone does it, and it's not a mandated part, but I do really enjoy getting to um, to stop and, and to acknowledge.
1: Yes, that's right. And I have had feedback in the past that, that Welcome to Country does make a difference for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders when visiting parkrun events. So let's hope that we get to see a little bit more of that on Saturday and moving forward. That's right. But Ollie, let's turn our attention to parkrun day just gone. This was a bit of a shock. <laughs> you, you kept this very mysterious, but you, you weren't at home.
0: I wasn't at home uh, and look it's always a temptation to stay at home but I did somewhat jump on the opportunity to take a bit of parkrun tourism and tick off another parkrun on my list that I had been hoping to do for some time and, and hadn't quite worked out how to do it so I went what the hell pardon me but <laughs> I just did it Woohoo. so yes. tell us where you went I went to Jeeveson Mel which we've heard of Jason a number of times on the podcast. We've had some great roving reports there and heard from some of our own Channel 5 news crew visiting as well as some of the adventures and misadventures of our uh, previous Park Run Adventures hosts. Um, ah, there we are. Good evening. Who have we got, Mel?
1: Oh, Chico. <laughs> uh, he's been sleeping just the whole time, and just when we press record, he gets up and decides to have a wander around.
0: Yeah, with a hot ticket.
1: Please continue. <laughs>
0: uh, yes, sorry, I, I digress. Um, so, yeah, Jeeveson was certainly a target. Uh, I was very much taken when we visited Tasmania for Palm 2022 in March. Uh, I do have plans to return to Tasmania relatively soon again later in the year. But uh, I didn't quite know how to fit three park runs into two trips, so I just had to adjust the maths. Yeah, so I headed uh, interstate, Mel. um, (laughs) Unfortunately for my family, I headed solo. Uh, I I was looking forward to taking Cathy down, but that's going to happen on the next trip. And I managed to to squeeze in uh, a little bit of Friday tourism to head on down. Stay in Hobart, and then on Saturday morning, head down through the mist on a very chilly Tasmanian morning to enjoy w- the beautiful surrounds of Geeston Park Run. Uh, as we have heard before, it is a is a gorgeous location. Geeston uh, is one of the southernmost towns; it's the southernmost park run in Australia. And the team there, uh, with Talena as the run director, were just fantastic. They were welcoming. They were very. Pleased and surprised, I think, to have us there. They have had a few visitors. I've noticed actually some familiar faces and we've heard of some familiar faces down there in recent weeks, Uh, but some of the weather they've had and certainly the cold snap coming through has dropped their numbers. Uh, So with numbers in the, I would say, low 20s and a very cold morning in my standards, uh, I think it was about three degrees when I arrived. (laughs) (laughs) I, um, I, w- I was treated to an opportunity to um, to run relatively solo. I don't think anyone else was really sort of looking to take a particular mantle that I've never achieved before. And uh, I have to stress it's not a race, but uh, I've never come first before, Mel.
1: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. First finisher. Yes, yeah. Well done,
0: Ollie. Yeah, that, that was an unexpected surprise and uh, – Yeah, it did help me warm up running around. I I have to say, again, um, I can't recall being in a mist where I could see the particles of water just floating in the air around me. Wow. It was beautiful in the light, but it just kind of emphasised the freshness. But as I said, uh, lovely community. It was great to have a run, to finish, to have a few chats, to get to walk out on course uh, because I did catch up with some of my old school friends, managed to convince at least one to come and walk the park run and catch up with uh, uh, another, I think, Jeeveston semi-regular. Who had been to school with me? I'd probably generous to call it a friend. Uh, we just knew each other's names, but hey, that was an excuse, and to um, yeah, walk the course and and make the most of that. And then you know, I was lucky enough to, to catch up with a few friends and to go walking in the the Hearts Mountain area in southern Tasmania in the day. So um, it was a, it was a wonderful way to spend the morning and felt like a bit of a treat.
1: Sounds like fun, Ollie.
0: Mm. Did you
1: see any platypus?
0: I didn't see the platypus
1: oh, me either.
0: there was uh, there was obviously quite a lot of water in the in the brook there but I don't think I looked closely enough so I probably would have missed it if it was there.
1: Well good for you for getting an adventure that's very exciting.
0: That's right that's my cup filled. You'll know where to find me for the next month or so Mel. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No doubt, yes.
0: Yes. So while I went south, which direction did you head in, Mel?
1: Well, on Saturday, I was the least travelled out of the pod hosts. (laughs) I drove up the east coast to Pambula the country of the Thower people, to check out the recently relocated Marimbula event at Pambula Wetlands and to record my 18th New South Wales event. It was event number eight and I was one of 39 participants. As the name suggests, the event runs in wetlands, but making the event unique is the fact that it runs along an old racetrack Ooh. situated adjacent to the township of Pambula on the far south coast of New South Wales. A little bit of research uncovered that the former Pambula racetrack received government funding to upgrade the track, which is a recycled plastic base laid and topped with granite to create a stable, waterproof surface suitable for walkers, runners, bikes, prams, and wheelchairs. The former race course had its last race 25 years ago and is part of the wider Pambula Reserve and a culturally significant Aboriginal area. In 2019, the wetlands launched a biennial one-day ephemeral festival celebrating arts, creativity, and nature. So that might be something to look at when planning your visit. I did speak to the event director, Peter, and visiting tourist, Ellen, which we'll hear shortly in the roving reports. Mm. After the event, I headed straight home to vote <laughs> and join my family for a birthday dinner. Although brief, I very much enjoyed my visit, which was also blessed with cool yet sunny conditions.
0: That sounds lovely. And I did manage to spot uh, a couple of your pictures. Uh, I'm glad you avoided the weather down there.
1: I know, I was very lucky. Two very fine days in Pambula while I was there. So I did get to get down to the beach and have a little look. Uh, Would have been nice to spend more time in the local area. It always would be. But there was time restraints, I guess you could say, being that Mm. I needed to get home to vote. Mm. (laughs) I knew that by the time I left the area, I had calculated I would be home around 5pm and knew that polling closed at 6. So I thought I had time up my sleeve. I did get a little bit concerned with the (laughs) two traffic jams that I Came across.
0: Yep, yep, I could understand that.
1: Yes. (laughs) Where the freeway slowed to a crawl, and I was desperately watching the time to see if I had to make an emergency stop somewhere along the way to vote. But I got home in time, so I did get to cast my vote, which is very important, Ollie.
0: Yeah, that's right. It certainly was a big day. I was, um, I did plan ahead, I must say, and and vote before I uh, I did head in, interstate. But uh, I'm glad you made it back just in time, Mel.
1: That was very wise. I really wish I had have done a pre-poll. I had not, so. <laughs> <laughs> However, I did uh, when I did arrive at the polling booth at about five thirty PM. I actually ran <laughs> from the car to the door and straight up to the desk and get my name ticked off. I wasn't held up at all, so that was really good. I guess the rest of the world knows we have had a change of government in Australia. Yes. So we've got a new prime minister, and so that was all of a lot of um, interest for the day and for the night. Hmm.
0: Yeah, that certainly was. It was it was a very big day, a lot going on, and that rolled into a parkrun day Sunday too.
1: Yes, juniors as well, which yep. I – Was a marshal for I had special guests in attendance And I had a very special junior RD Take the reins Mm. this week Which we will also hear about later Yes,
0: yeah, I think we will
1: We've also got another report from the morning though Ollie from Sam So should we listen to that?
0: I think that's a resounding yes
2: (laughs) Don't know what their problem is Hi Mel and Ollie I got out of my comfy chair on level two with a view today to go for an adventure and I just knew you'd wanna hear all about it. Luke's working the election so I was traveling solo. A parkrun a little to the east of me needed a timekeeper and volunteering in volunteer week seemed like a good idea. So I decided to drive down to Shell Harbour Parkrun. The first time I ever visited Shell Harbour was in 2019. In 2021, I volunteered at Shell Harbour a couple of times while I was recovering from injury. Then this year, I double dipped with both volunteering and completing the Shell Harbour course back in muddy and puddly March. I was the towel walker one week and I did the first time as welcome to Shell Harbour the next week. As you may have heard once or twice before, it's very pretty at Shell Harbour. I was expecting to see Ollie, but I need to tell you that he was not at Shell Harbour. I guess that means he hasn't even said the word Shell Harbour once in this episode. Is that right? Just as well I've said it eight times in this message then. Hey. And uh,
0: it looks like I missed all the action at a certain parkrun run, Mel.
1: I think you did, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> now, there was reference to that parkrun a lot in Sam's report.
0: There was. I know all about references to that park run. Uh, and far be it from me to uh, want to, you know, cast that particular penalty in anyone else's direction. But is it who says it that earns the
1: fine? <laughs> I don't know. We kind of make the rules up as we go. So, you know, <laughs> we could make an executive decision. Ooh. Oh, you don't like being the bad guy, do you? Do I you hate I being to- the <laughs> <laughs> Go on, do it, Ollie, do it. It'll be liberating. I dare you. Not for
0: saying that, Parkrun Mel. That's not fair. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, nope, that's it. Sorry, Sam. I'm pretty sure you said that was eight. That's a a fine.
1: There's eight fines.
0: (laughs) That's eight fines.
1: (laughs) Money in the jar. (laughs) I'll
0: go your halves. (laughs) Ollie! (laughs) Uh, uh, But, Mel, Mm. I do believe we had some feedback from last week's episode.
1: Well, I don't know if you call it feedback, Ollie, but when I listened back during the editing to the interview that Sam did with Pippa, Pippa referenced her flake park run. Yes. Which she has actually mentioned this week in Dazz's as well. And I was a bit confused because here in Australia, a flake park run or the reference to a flake, it didn't have meaning. I I couldn't understand that reference so i did reach out and ask pippa what she meant by her flake park run and it turns out yep. that running or volunteering at a 99th location is well known as being a 99 in its relation to a cadbury ice cream with a flake yes
0: it's a treat i have not enjoyed
1: can buy them if you go to the beach anywhere in Australia and there's a Mr Whippy van, you can True. buy a soft-serve cone with a piece of flake in it. It's just that here it's not known as a 99.
0: Yeah. This is not something I expected to learn on a Parkrun podcast, but... <laughs> I have been intrigued and I have been feverishly Googling the the different theories as to why it was originally named that. I'm sure there must be some that are widely accepted, but yeah, I'm looking up all the conspiracy theories now.
1: It has military connotations.
0: That is certainly um, some of the suggestions I have read. Hmm. That's right.
1: But anyway, that's still interesting to know now. So when we hear of somebody referring to a flake, Mm -hmm. we know what that means.
0: Yes, That's exactly right. And I look forward to trying one myself too. It's got me hungry. (laughs) (laughs) But some more excitement happening, Mel. Um, I believe it's someone's milestone this weekend.
1: Yes, there has been the word going around. There's a certain event happening at Wagyu Bridge this coming Saturday.
0: This coming Saturday. And it's probably remiss of me because I I think technically the milestone's been achieved. 100 unique locations, uh, not only from across Australia, but from across the globe. The Wagga Bridge Troll. Uh, so, you know, befitting of any milestoner at Wagga Bridge to be honoured with the walk across the bridge before park run.
1: A lovely little tradition, Ollie. And we must stress the Wagga Bridge Troll does not have a barcode. So this is not Breaking any rules in any way.
0: <laughs> That's right.
1: <laughs> With such things, it's just a little arbitrary acknowledgement mm-hmm. of the mascot of Wagga Bridge.
0: And all of the parkrunners uh, and the parkrun community that the Wagga Bridge troll has touched along that journey. He's been to Ellis Bellis. And the Windang Bridge. True. Yeah.
1: Ah, but Ollie, now... Might be a good time for us to throw to our roving reports. You can hear my chat with Peter and Ellen at Panbula Wetlands and we will hear from Tracy. So let's have a listen. Good morning adventurers. It's Melissa. i ventured down to the very new Pambula Wetlands Park run this morning. I've got with me E D and today's R D Peter. Good morning Peter.
3: Hello, how's it going?
1: Good. Um, you're up to event eight here, is that correct? Correct, yes, event eight. And recently relocated from Marimbula.
3: We did, yes, we had to close Marimbula unfortunately. It was a nice run, but we were very lucky with the Pambula Wetlands committee to let us run here. Very good. Uh, it's a unique course. Would you like to describe it for us? It is a very flat course. I, I actually think it'll it'll end up being a very fast course. Um, it is unique. Uh, there's a lot of kangaroos. Uh, it's two laps of an old, uh, old race course.
1: And I noticed a, a surface I haven't run on before. How do you describe the surface?
3: Yeah, It's, it's a black plastic course around the racetrack, and that was actually donated uh, by a, a, a local here. I, I can't actually tell you the name of what it is, but... Uh, it's actually quite good, and during the weather we've had, it's actually held up quite well. Good hint to anyone that's coming here, run on the very inside. It, it is a lot further if you're running on in the middle or on the outside because it's a round circle twice. That, oh,
1: damn, I didn't know that. <laughs> um, and what about yourself? How long have you been involved with Parkrun?
3: I've uh, probably been involved since 2013 when Maroomba started, uh, probably a couple of months after Maroomba first started, so I've been a volunteer yeah, since the mid-2013. We uh, had uh, our uh, very infamous uh, Danella Roberts who sort of organised it and got up and running, unfortunately left and went to Noosa and we had no one actually taking it over so that's how I sort of got involved, a few people sort of come to me. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were trying to save Marimbula, but uh, look, we uh, I'm, I'm grateful we have actually got the wetlands here, it's actually a great course, very safe, no risk at all, uh, lovely kangaroos, lovely place that's all I can say, it's a lovely place, lovely group of people come here and run so if you haven't run here before, definitely come down and run with us.
1: I can uh, concur with that. It was a beautiful run this morning. I was very grateful for the flatness. Uh, it's uh, National Volunteer Week, so thank you very much for your yes. contribution to Park Run, Peter. And thanks for chatting with me today.
3: No thanks a lot.
1: I'm here now with Ellen. Good morning, Alan. How did you find the Park Run this morning?
4: Uh, nice and flat and fast. so It was good. I liked it.
1: Now, I believe you're a tourist. We were chatting earlier. Would you like to tell everybody where you ran last week?
4: Uh, I actually ran at Toulon Creek because <laughs> I'm staying there because I work in Deer Park. So it's um, a bit of a local one and I actually quite enjoy that course as well. So, And I uh, managed a sub 30 last week. so.
1: That's hilarious. So we actually ran together last week and we didn't know. And here we both are in yep. Panbula wetlands park run so and you'd like to tourist a bit you were telling me
4: yeah i think this is about 34 or 35 or something like that but i've done different park runs i've done nearly 250 park runs now i think i've got about 17 to go to get the 250 so yeah.
1: yeah and um you're coming back from an injury you were yeah, saying yeah,
4: yeah i had a crash in two, uh, six years ago almost now and um i had to learn to walk again and and uh, use my right hand and all that sort of stuff so and then, I, I walked a fair bit in 2017 and then hit, injured my heel and there was another four months off, so...
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: and then COVID hit. So, I think I'd done nearly 200, oh, yeah, before COVID, so...
1: <laughs> and you're running with your lovely wife today?
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sharon's done almost 100 now, so... Um, yeah, she does park run when I do it.
1: Excellent. Um,
4: so, we're trying to organise the... 250 and 100 together but we might not work out yet so
1: (laughs) that's fun to do what other challenges do you enjoy
4: uh, well well, i'm trying to get under 100 kilos (laughs) 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 that's a challenge Uh, so i've got three kilos to go so i weigh 103 at the moment oh
1: okay uh,
4: other challenges um beating times because i'm a numbers person and i look at my watch and go you need to pick up your pace or you need to slow down. Or okay. <laughs> So, yeah, it's fun. I like just meeting people. That's not really a challenge. That's just something no. I do. Yeah.
1: Have you got plans for next week already?
4: Uh, yeah, Tool and Creek.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> Back at the creek. Yeah. We love yeah. it
4: there at Tool and Creek. Yeah, um, I work every second Saturday, so. Yep. And um, when you finish at 2 o'clock in the morning, you get about three hours sleep and then okay. you go to the park run
1: good on you.
4: So, and then I have to work Saturday afternoon.
1: Ah, well, it was uh, nice to bump into you today. Yeah, I might likewise. see you again locally.
5: Yeah,
4: so yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> enjoy the rest of your time. All right, thanks Mel. Thanks. Alright,
5: bye. Bye. Good morning Parkrun Adventurers. It's Tracy and Atutu and I'm checking in from Elliot Heads Beach Parkrun. Uh, it's not a good day here today. The winds are 24 kilometres an hour. It's raining. It's awful, Uh, it's cold, but we're here and we're going to do this. I've just been out walking along the course, lots of puddles as expected. Uh, Back to the start and uh, I think they're finished setting up so I'm going to go find someone to talk to. Okay, I'm walking back along the course with Barb who's the ED. Good morning to you, Barb. Good morning.
6: Well done for coming out in this weather today. Oh, it's been lovely. Um, How strong did you say the winds were? We started off in 25-kilometer no, winds today, but when we did the trials, we were doing 36. So oh this isn't God. our windiest. Oh, well, wow, fantastic. Okay, for our uh, listeners, can you tell us where exactly Elliot Heads Beach is? So we're in Queensland, we're on the coast, and we're about 20 k's east of Bundaberg. Um, Bundaberg's midway, about five hours um, north of Brisbane. And how would you describe this course? This is uh, such a scenic course, it's such a pretty course. It's an out-and-back course and we just go right along the coastline on a footpath. We've got views of the ocean all of the way and we're looking out for dolphins and whales and we'll even have the occasional kangaroo. Oh, wow, fantastic. And you're a bit of a tourer yourself, are you, Barb? Yeah, well, I've done uh, park runs in a few different places now. We are aiming to get one in each state, but we're relatively new park runners. I've only done about 50, so we're... we haven't That's not up there with impressive. the best ones. Oh, but you've got a couple of volunteers, um, tokens under your belt too. Volunteer roles done. Yeah, mostly we've been doing local ones, so Bagara, and then we um, decided we might as well share our coastline here. So we decided we'd start up with Elliot Heads. Yeah, fantastic. So what's on your touring list? Where are you heading to when you get get away from Elliot Heads? Um, well, the next big one is we're gonna. We haven't done one in WA yet. So in July we're gonna. We'll um, do a park run over in WA as well. So um, just getting this one up and running. This is only only our third one so far at Elliot Head so um, we're still working out our course and our our track here but it's great to see all these people come out in the rain. (laughs) Yeah, fantastic. Alright, let's head back to the
5: finish. I think they're waiting for us and then uh, I think they're pretty keen to close up and go home for a hot shower and a hot coffee maybe. Thanks, (laughs) Thanks for talking with me.
6: No worries, thanks.
5: All right, I'm back at the finish and i found Brian. Brian was our, one of our tail walkers today. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. How are you? I'm oh, well, thanks. Are you a local?
7: Yes, I am. Yeah, oh, I live down at Coral Cove.
5: Yeah? And um, how long have you been living in Bundaberg?
7: Oh, we've been here 20 years now oh, and we... uh, a very yeah. long time. Yeah. But we've only been living at uh, Coral Cove for about the last 18 months. Oh,
5: okay. So, uh, yeah,
7: it's been uh, good.
5: And where were you before you came to Bundy?
7: Uh, we were basically in North Queensland. We oh, wow. we lived up and worked up there for about thirty odd years. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, our last stint was in Charters Towers and then we moved right. from Charters Towers down to here. Yeah. So uh, oh, I was it's the uh, best place in the world here.
5: <laughs> yeah, lovely. And um, you, so you volunteered as Tow Walker today. Have you volunteered at other locations or run at other locations?
7: Yes, I have. Um, we've been doing parkrun now for a couple of years. Oh, good And you. Uh, mainly at Vegara, but yes. uh, picked up a, a, one or two in other places. Yes. Uh, and then when Elliott Head started up, we thought it would be lovely to, to get right in at the start and, um, mm. you know, um, it's close to home so uh, and we love it it's a beautiful walk yeah.
5: yeah and are you a bit of a tourer as well
7: a tourer mm? you, yes absolutely uh, uh, do you
5: do other par- park runs in other places
7: uh, I, I do but we don't search them out necessarily okay. if they just happen to be there yeah. then uh, we'll do them but uh, we're now in the grey nomad uh, oh. time of our life, so we oh, do a lot of tripping you. around. A lot of places don't have them, of course, oh, yes. but um, more populated places do. And uh, yeah, uh, We haven't started on our ABC yet, but that's something for the <laughs> But you do know about that. <laughs>
5: yes, excellent. That'll
7: become a bit precious then when we start having to pick up the letters yes. to make up our alphabet. Yeah,
5: yeah, excellent. All right, let's get out of this wind. Thank you for talking with me, Brian. Happy okay. Volunteer Week, and you have a good
7: day. Good on you. Thank you. Thank you.
5: Okay, this is Tracy in a tutu checking out from Elliot Heads. It's cold. It's still raining and it's still windy. I'm going to go find uh, coffee, shower, clean clothes, dry clothes, and that would be it for the for me for the rest of the day. Have a lovely day, everyone. Thank you to all the volleys for this week. Uh, see you on the seaside. Bye.
0: And thank you to our roving reports from well, you Mel. Um, <laughs> thank you very much, and Tracy at Elliot Heads Beach, um, speaking to uh, yeah a couple of the team there. Uh, well done, Barb and, and everyone, in some pretty adverse conditions.
1: Twenty-five kilometre winds. Goodness.
0: Yeah, that's. Uh, it's all right if it's in the right direction. But generally, these things tend to take turns. They work against you too, but nonetheless, thoroughly enjoyed it. And um, now, Mel, let's see if you can spot the, um, spot the connection here. We've got mail. Guess who it's from? Tell me. <laughs> We've got mail from Tracy. And uh, this follows on from Tracy's uh, suggestions last week. So thank you very much for getting back in touch, Tracy. And I will read it out if that's okay, Mel. Yep. Uh, So Tracy's email said, Hi, Mel and Ollie. I'm really glad you like the frond meaning I came up with, but I have to give the listeners a piece of information. To avoid a fine being put on me for stealing a friend's idea, I'm just confirming that it wasn't me who came up with the term Nancy, and the ownership of such is actually unknown. Having said that, I'd like to know is there a Park Run lingo handbook? If not, I'll happily volunteer to get one started, but that begs questions. One, how can I receive contributions? And two, where should I place such a document for review? Happy volunteer week to you two. Thank you for all you do to bring this podcast to us every week. Lots of love, Tracy. And thank you, Tracy. Good questions, Mel.
1: Uh, they are. And I think it's a great idea about a lingo handbook. Mm. I'm assuming. It would be more of a parkrun adventurers lingo, perhaps, but incorporating all types of parkrun terms? It,
0: it certainly could. I mean, all, all things start somewhere. Um, I mean, we have to acknowledge some of the work of David. David Crook on every Saturday did have some parkrun lingo in the book there, and I can't off the top of my head recall how much lingo has been published elsewhere, but uh, I, th- I think there's an opportunity there. But we might need a bit of brain's trust to think of the best way to Get those contributions for you, Tracy.
1: People can definitely send them in to us. Yes, they can message or email us, and we can use that as content. <laughs>
0: well, that's right, and and hey, um, Dazza is uh, an awfully good chef, but somehow manages to multitask and collect a whole lot of information every week. So um, Dazza could always help too.
1: Correct. Mm. Uh, as mm. for somewhere to place such a document, hmm. That might take more thought. I don't know if our page can accept files. It probably can, and I just haven't ever thought of it.
0: And nor have I. That's uh, <laughs> no. that's challenging my technical capabilities.
1: Mm. Maybe we need a spreadsheet.
0: Mm. Who do we know that's good with well, spreadsheets? I don't know.
1: Who's got a really big spreadsheet?
0: Mm. Mm. All right, we'll have to think about that one. Thank you, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is it time for Dazza's, Ollie?
0: I think it is. So at Dazza's this week, Dazza said, it's election day in Australia. Did your parkrun adventurer include a side trip for a democracy sausage? Come on in, give Dazza your order and tell us all of your parkrun news. And uh, side note there for anyone that uh, hasn't been around in Australia on an election day, the sausage sizzle is common like a trip to the Bunnings Hardware store. It's always <laughs> there.
1: First up, we heard Ollie from Michael Gentle. With a bit of tourism and an achievement, he said, Hi, Dezza. A spot of tourist adventuring today to our new Outer Shell Harbour. Uh, run. <laughs> 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 Who thought up that idea? Seriously. Southern Highlands Botanical Gardens course. Ticked off a new Nendi, another S, and the South for the compass. Great new event, and I will certainly be back. Hashtag, hmm, if it's not Shell Harbor, it's out of Shell Harbor. Did Michael just stitch me up for three <laughs> fines? Buddy had a backwards flag, so there's a fine for him.
0: <laughs> he, he did try and edit that, but uh, sorry, Michael, the um, crew on level two with a view <laughs> may have noticed. Uh, moving on, Dave Allmark checked in. Corrine Glades Park Run for Fibonacci, number 377. Uh, So that's an achievement. Well done, Dave. And thank you for what was a stunning autumn leaves shot with some beautiful colours there, Mel. If uh, if you haven't seen it, well, we'll put it in front of your face again because uh, that's a gorgeous picture.
1: I love autumn colours. I really Mm. do have a soft spot for autumn.
0: Mm. Definitely.
1: Next, we heard from Brendan Schollery, who was volunteering, mm. I believe, in my neck of the woods. Ticked off my third state in my volunteering quest, followed by French toast with English breakfast tea. A delightful start to the weekend. I had to do a bit of searching to figure out where brendan was ollie because you can't stalk somebody's facebook profile and Mm -hmm. figure out where they volunteered (laughs) Mm, mm. so i had to reach out to a few uh mutual friends for a clue and we did figure out that brendan was most likely at wangaratta park run
0: yes and i think as we agreed offline the photo was a bit of a giveaway to those familiar with Wangaratta. So, Brenda did share the photo of him looking a tad fresh in front of a well-positioned flag and the gathering area that we recognise there. So, uh, was that the one?
1: It was. Yes. I've been to that park run oh, twice, if not three times, because I mm. used to frequent a running festival on a regular annual basis. And... It was only once it was suggested to me the event that I realised that those very recognisable stone seats, obviously Wangaratta, Mm. unless Wangaratta's got a twin parkrun somewhere out there that I don't know about.
0: Always possible. (laughs) But, Mel, over in New Zealand we heard from Melanie McGregor who said, today four of us travelled to Russell Park Park Parkrun from Greytown Woodside Trail Parkrun to help me get my Wilson Index number 7. It was an early start with a two-hour drive to get there. We arrived in good time so that we could meet the locals, help out and chat with locals and tourists about their favourite park runs and their parkrun achievements. It was not long before we were off for our stroll along the Russell Park Trail, chatting and congratulating other parkrunners along the way. To finish off our morning, we went to Zinc Cafe for coffee, scones and spinach and phyllo pie before we hopped back in the car to return home again. No voting here, but definitely a side trip. I love that we can make the most of parkrun tourism to fill in the gaps on our Wilson Index and other challenges. And uh, we did see there a picture that Melanie shared of the gang in their parkrun apricot in front of the flag.
1: Ah, very good. Ollie, we also heard from Adrian Hillier, who was touristing this week. And he said a late start had to catch the tail walker. No time for coffee. Back to the bowling alley. And Adrian shared a photo of himself in the road's cutout.
0: Nice work. Just in time. Checking in with uh, a whole lot of likes uh, was the Channel 5 News crew's own Tony O'Connell, who said, hey, Dazza. No snags, but Jack and I regained our state's people today at Werribee Mansion. Special thanks to John Fox for holding the flag the right way round. And, uh, yeah, we saw that with the gang there in front of a well-lit-up mansion. Nice work.
1: I love it, Ollie. So many people are making that extra effort to get the flag (laughs) the right way round in their photos. It's great.
0: They sure are. Um, I'll go on.
1: How come you've got two in a
0: row? I'm greedy. (laughs) Uh, So we also heard from Chris Gore who said, Today we clocked up number five of our touristing streak taking part in the Renmark Park Run. It was a chilly morning for us as we assembled on the grassed area next to the river and across the road from the pub. The course is two laps of a sort of out and back along the river where you start and finish in the middle. It is a pretty course, especially this time of year where the trees are showing their autumn colours. It also turned out to be a fairly fast course for me, despite the four turnaround point. I achieved my fastest time this year, beating the time I set in Victor Harbour a couple of weeks ago by one second. Karen Gore also achieved her fastest time this holiday. This is another R for us, allowing Karen to complete her Namely Challenge and one letter closer for me. I still need an I. Afterwards, we had an enjoyable post-Park Run coffee catch-up with fellow touristing parkrunners from Adelaide at the Applebee Health Bar. Thanks, Renmark Park Run. And uh, Chris and Karen shared the photo of them uh, in the selfie frame in front of the water there. So it looks like a lovely spot.
1: I remember this post, Ollie, because I looked at it and I read it and I thought, how come Chris needs an L for his Namely Challenge? And I kept looking, I guess, there's no L in Chris Gore. And then I realised it was a capital I.
0: <laughs> ah, Did I say I or L? No, you said I. Oh, I said I. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, no, that was just me. That was like my (laughs)
0: blondness. Uh. Well, that's right. Apparently I'm blonde too.
1: (laughs) We also heard from Cass Castleton with a tourist achievement this week. And he says, well, after Yowie cancelled due to flooding on the course, I had to change plans and drive to Yamba to complete my sixth alphabet and got a surprise when Tony Jennings travelled down to help me celebrate. And there was a great photo of Cass and Tony there in the selfie frame. Number six. Well done, Cass. And I got his name right.
0: (sighs) Well done, Mel. (laughs) Now checking in from South Africa, Johan. Back at Haiderdal Park Run this weekend where we, unbeknownst, took the sausage suggestion to heart for the event's fifth anniversary. And uh, that was evidenced in some great shots of the celebrations. Uh, big number fives there, uh, the crew all decked to celebrate, beautiful landscape, and, uh, yes, a sausage sizzle.
1: Happy anniversary to all And we heard from Callum Burrell from the UK. It was lovely to catch up with Christine and at Bramall Parkrun today. I was marshal at the famous duck poo corner i'll have a cornish pasty if you have one going desert by the way i believe you love a backwards sign right mm. mm. <laughs> mm. Backward signs they were being a bit cheeky at first when i saw this photo ollie i thought they were just stopped by the side of some i don't know Shop or something that had a sign that was back the front because I didn't recognise it because it didn't look like an Australian Parkrun flag, <laughs> but it was a Parkrun sign and it was back the front.
0: Yeah, I believe they're um, yeah they're worth more, which is fortunate because otherwise you know it wouldn't be a full pound with the uh, with the conversion rates. So I believe that's a fine, Callum.
1: I believe so, <laughs> and I am quite uh, interested about Duck Poo Corner. As well, mm,
0: I do have a question as to whether we have a pronunciation fine based on uh, disagreements as to how we pronounce words, but uh, I'll move right along.
1: You're not going with pasty, are you? <laughs> you went there.
0: <laughs> we also heard from <laughs> Renee Jackson, who had a bit of a juniors mm. post. Coming in late to the cafe this weekend. Sadly, no park run for me Saturday. But thank goodness for juniors. And either I'm shrinking or the RD vest is oversized. Wink. Excellent RD debut for Miss Abigail.
1: I can say I only was witness to part of Abigail's work on the morning because I was Mm -hmm. marshal, so I got sent out (laughs) by Miss Abigail (laughs) to my marshal position, but she certainly did a brilliant job as the volunteers were all arriving, marking them off and doing the volunteer brief. She was a little pocket rocket, and we did share a photo of Abigail on our Consolidated Club report post on Sunday. Yep. So check her out. She's so cute.
0: Way to go. Just to wrap up National Volunteer Week, steps in, great work. Mm. Oh, thank you, everyone. Another fantastic day or parkrun weekend, as it were,
1: at uh, Adaz's. It was. So... Do we have staff in the office preparing envelopes this week, Ollie? We do. The staff have been busy.
0: The envelope is here. It's um, it's a different colour today. Oh. Um, it's actually two colours. This one, uh, this one, well, it's blue, and it's got a bit of silver on it. So um, let's let's open it up and see.
1: Okay. Okay. You're getting better at that
0: am i (laughs) i've had a lot of practice opening envelopes Uh, you wouldn't think so in this day and age but nonetheless the obi this week goes to none other than uh the newest juniors rd abby Congratulations, Abby.
1: Well done, Abby. Yes. You still have to pay your dollar though.
0: (laughs) Fair's fair, right? (laughs) Uh, That's
1: exciting. Hopefully, yeah, she was a little bit grumpy about her fine last week, but that might cheer her up a bit.
0: That's right, Abby. Uh, I know how you feel.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I should share the photo of Abigail with her grumpy face holding up her $1 fine coin that I took that was magic, that photo. (laughs) But now, Ollie, it's time to throw back to our informant on his recovery from his recent COVID to see what he's got to say this week. This is The Informant, coming
8: to you live from Level 2 official stats, but only current at the time they are collected, and blah blah blah, blah blah dee blah. There were 437 runs held down under, which is down 9 on last week. 400 of these were in Australia, and 37 in New Zealand. There were 1,710 worldwide, which is down 47. Aussie New Zealand attendance was down heaps, 8,363 to just 29,823. Worldwide attendance was down 19,000 and there were two launches, one in Japan and one in South Africa. Down under, we had 3,958 PBs, while 1,265 people participated for the first time. 57 juniors reached their junior 10 milestone, 127 people reached their 50 milestone, 73 reached their 100 milestone, and 28 people reached their 250 milestone. 12 people called bingo. Carolyn Southwell was quickest on 172 runs, while Tanya Ritchie was slowest on 301 runs. There were 13 new states people. Nine in the ACT. Caitlin Lyons, Cora Cooper, Robbie Potter, Jason Martin, Trudy Kirk, Elise Cooper, Nicole Merrilies, Ryan Ashen and Amanda Bolt. Three in South Australia, Trish Reimer, Matthew Stark and Helen Liu. While in Victoria there was one, Narelle McInnes. In the top 20 most Aussie New Zealand events list, Neil Scott moves up one to rank equal 15 after running his 160th location at Port Sorrel. Overall on the biggest movers list, Russell Waugh moved up 10 rankings to 176th after running his 93rd event. 85 people reached their windex this week. The week's biggest mover is Lorraine Mayfield who moves up 23 to 62. In the Adventurer Challenges, once again we had no peels this week. There were two cow clubbers, Danny Rigoni and Fiona Edmonds. There were also one half brains and five half cows. Halfway through this report, I realized my opening stats are comparing to two weeks ago on account of the sicky last week. Well, I'm not trying to figure out the difference on last week's, so I'll just make the call and say it's all intentional. Now, I've got to go back and get my comfy chair that Sam stole while I was away, so I'm signing off. If you want to see these stats in full, you can find them at theinformant.me. That's www.theinformant.me. Or look for the informant on Facebook. This has been the informant, and my spreadsheet is bigger than Ian Shaw's.
0: And thank you to our informant. It's so good to have you back, and hope you're feeling much, much better. Mm. But now, uh, moving along, how's the consolidated Adventurers Club
1: looking? It's looking great, Ollie. We had a hundred and ninety-five members as of Saturday last week, with 150 members taking part at 91 different locations. In the UK, there were 17 events at Bramhall, Woodbank, Bath Skyline, Pontefract, Lloyd Croydon, Southwick Country, Sueby, Cheadle Hume, Siren Newburgh Forest, Ross-on-Wye, Mallard's Pike, Great Yarmouth, Itchen Valley, Greenfield Valley, Chopwell Wood, and Durlston Country Park. In South Africa, we had two events at Heidendal and Homestead Lake. In the USA, good old Jeff was there at Joe Creason. And in Germany, Ollie, where were we?
0: I'm going to go with uh, Friedrichsowl.
1: Thank you. Locally, there were adventurers at 25 events in Victoria. 15 in Queensland, 14 in New South Wales, four in South Australia, four in West Australia, four in ACT, and one event in Tassie. That was you. That was me. In Northern Territory, there were none. We really need to recruit up there. (laughs) And in the North Island of New Zealand, there were three, but none in the South Island this week. So- No bowling strikes
0: this week, Ollie. No, and all our Kiwis went north. Yeah. But
1: still, everybody's been out and about. And I think a lot of adventurers volunteered this week, which is why we had a few less locations and a few less members actually running. Well, and
0: in fact, volunteering at events other than Park Run as well, given the election happening on Saturday. So,
1: yes, that is correct.
0: Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for everything you've done volunteering in, in all capacities last park run day or days, as it were.
1: But to bring up the largest frond, Ollie, it was at Southern Highlands Botanic Gardens with seven adventurers going to event number two. Mm. So good little adventurers going to event two, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> we had housemate Lance, Robin Rishworth, Beck Bailey, Michael Charlton, Paddy Shimo, Roberta Winters and Michael Gentle. All representing out there. Yeah. We also had a comment that I thought I'd share, Ollie, from Steve's bike. Yes. He said, so close to 200, which we are. I did some volunteering today at Juniors. My highlight from today was the junior boy who responded to my encouragement by yelling, thank you so much. I'm aiming to get eight minutes today. (laughs) I'm unsure how he went, but his smile on the way back suggested that he was loving his run regardless of the time he did. And Steve did edit to say, I should also note the wonderful volunteer briefing this morning by a guest RD. It was awesome to witness.
0: (laughs) Well, that's a, a very nice report and, uh, yeah, nice work.
1: And it was great. I shared a coffee with Steve's bike afterwards.
0: Mmm. It's an interesting transportation-themed um, refreshment.
1: <laughs> it is. Oh, yeah. gosh, Ollie. So it's been a quicker pod this week.
0: Yes, yes. I, I dare say I'm still a bit tired. Yeah. Um, that's all right, I'm not cut out for this this adventuring thing on a regular basis, so mm-hmm. it takes it out of me. And I imagine you must be too after such a drive.
1: Uh, I won't say no.
0: Yep, yep. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: uh, so then looking forward, obviously, you, you're planning, what, 10-hour trip?
1: <laughs> oh, look, it's very likely, very, very, very likely there will be another long drive this week. Uh, if anybody out there is up for a Friday morning <laughs> wait trip let me know i'd love a co-driver but (laughs) yeah ollie i'm thinking i don't want to make promises but it looks like i'll head perhaps act way again Mm. and maybe knock off that last event in the act to get my Territorian territorial status
0: uh what do they call it
1: they call there's an I've forgotten the phrase they use. Mm, mm. Anyway, in any case, uh, Mount Ainsley looks likely for me this week, uh, but uh, no promises because it is a very, very long way away. And what about you, Ollie? Uh, I'm assuming after your big adventure you'll be back home this week.
0: There is a chance that I will not be visiting one of the Outer Shell Harbour parkruns this week. Um <laughs> <laughs> I made it so far, so close to the end, but never mind. I'll wear that one. Um, (laughs) I think I probably got a fine straight away. Is that why
1: they're calling it Outer Shell Harbour, just so we keep saying it and get fined?
0: have you just demonstrated that? I don't know. (laughs) Nonetheless, I'm looking forward to run directing. So, I am home uh, and uh, yeah, it will be good to be back.
1: Here's the ironic thing about these fines. We we introduced them as a fundraising measure because we cover the costs for all the production of the podcast. (laughs) So, when we get fined- it really isn't any skin off our backs because we pay anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's just
0: a bit more of a justification. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It's a bit of fun though. So That's
0: absolutely right. Now, another bit of fun, Mel. We have to remind everyone because if you haven't already seen it, we are live, Mel. International ugly Christmas singlet or shirt day. The post is up. The orders are live. It is time. So... Anybody else feeling the chill and wishing for something warm and festive to brighten up your day, week, month, or year? As the page says, we've got you. Ugly Christmas in July is on the way, and we are getting in the mood by releasing our special edition Ugly Christmas Buffs, also known as Neck Warmers. And joining the previous swag of designs, we have the all-new 2021 matchy release of Platypus and Echidna. Orders are open. Much elf strain was sustained in the knitting of this design, this new design. Mm -hmm. So we hope the new buff brings you warmth and spreads joy wherever you go. And we are Also, once again, pleased to let you know that $1 from the sale of every ugly Christmas buff will be donated to Beyond Blue to support the work they do in improving the lives of all people in Australia affected by mental health conditions. So there are more details there on the page. Uh, The codes, the links, everything you need is there. But Don't forget to get in quickly because the cutoff date for ordering is Wednesday the 1st of June. That is very soon. You have less than a week, folks.
1: Oh, goodness.
0: Check out the designs. Oh, of course, by the time the pod comes out, Ollie. That's right. That's right. So um, they're a lot of fun. Mine kept my left hand warm on Saturday. (laughs) And uh, if I'd only remembered to take ugly Christmas buffs of all the other designs, my right hand could have been warm as well. Um, (laughs) Side fact, if I just remembered my spare socks, I could have hiked with dry feet too, but that's all right. (laughs) Uh, Nonetheless, four wonderful designs. If you've missed out on an ugly Christmas singlet or shirt before and you love the design, here's a chance to enjoy a bit of neck warmth and satisfaction that you finally got your hands on one of them.
1: This year's does feature the platypus and the echidna design. And our very own little Ainsbury Puddle Duck doing his zoomy. Yes. And I'm doing it. Nobody can see, but I've got my (sighs) arms out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) To demonstrate, yep. No, Uh, that that helps it. Thanks,
3: Mel. (laughs) Mm.
1: But who is signing out, Ollie? Me or you? I can't make the page go to the right spot to even see.
0: Well, I'm going to jump in then. Uh, It has been wonderful to catch up once again. Thank you, Mel, and thank you, everyone, for joining us. As always, you can contact us via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. That is it for another week, and we'll see you all next week for more adventures. At Junior Park Run. I was run director. It was so fun. I took mum's job and then I played for a bit. Listen to the podcast. And
8: how dare you give me a fine? Not Happy Jan. Bye, adventurers. Stay safe.